Uh, here we go. It's almost May. We're almost to summertime. This coronavirus out of here. We got beers to drink on the front porch. It's the Chick Foley show. I am the hot take kid, Phil Gentile. Welcome. Thank you guys for joining us once again this week. Uh, we appreciate you. I have the uh, my lovely co-host, the uh, lovely Sheena Phelps in Virginia. What's going on, Sheena? You know, just uh, sitting here post-bedtime routine. Got a uh, Makers on the Rocks in my hands. So, you know, it's been it's been a night. Yeah, you're drinking like um, uh, the dude from uh, Mad Men. What's that? I forget his name now. Oh, so yeah, Don Draper. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, pulling, I'm pulling my little Don Draper over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a cigarette, no, this is not. Cigarette yeah. hanging from your finger, you know? I, I totally do. Um, no, he was an old-fashioned guy. That's Don oh, that's Draper. Right, yeah. This is a Seth Phelps um, special right here, this, this Maker's Mark. He's like, you know, the freaking Maker's Ambassador and all that <laughs> stuff. So, you know. But he got a, a gift set for Christmas, and it's the only thing we have with alcohol in the house that is not hand sanitizer. So, <laughs> you know, we're making the best of what we got. There you go. Marco, what's uh, what's up with you up in your neck of the woods? Uh, nothing much. Just, uh, I am uh, just sipping on a, uh, a a local brewery around here. They call it uh, Bentwater Brewing. It's a it's a dipper, so a double IPA. Um, I figured I needed that tonight to get through the show, so... <laughs> we'll see how that nice. goes. You were you you were a little uh, you seemed pretty loose during our uh, trivia night the other night. Were you were you pounding a couple back? Oh, there was I, know, I drank one of those. those okay, uh, dip, yeah, and it was uh, didn't he didn't he? Yeah. Shoot? He just seemed like kind of like a loosey goosey, you know. I think I think maybe you were so loosey goosey that you interpreted I everybody. Get loosey every, yeah. Everybody was we, a little bit loosey goosey. Yeah. I, I wasn't unfortunately. I was like cheersing with my coffee cup that still had a little bit of cold coffee in it from the morning. Everybody, <laughs> oh, everybody's like everybody was like cheers, and I was like, oh, this is breaking my heart a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm drinking a uh, Mylar Wizard, a double, a hazy double IPA from uh, Black Flag here in Baltimore. So, uh, awesome. drinking local, yeah. We uh, we're gonna need to get some. We need to get some alcohol sponsors so we can get some free booze. We got everything else coming to us. We need some booze now. Um, <laughs> so we got a big show. We are we- like one week away from Money in the Bank, so we get some more qualifiers for that. Uh, we got to run down Raw, SmackDown, uh, the Wednesday Night Wars, and then we will get into some uh, some Go Figure segments to let you guys know some creative ways to help you spend some of that stimulus check. Uh, while you're sitting on your couch, since you can't go out of the house figure hunting, we uh, we brought the figure hunting to you. So, um, first, Sheena Pimpa, tell them about our new shirts that we got up there. You posted a really good picture the other day of all the different designs you bought. Oh yeah, so I just actually got in my my pro wrestling tees order with all the new Chick Foley designs. They all look so freaking good. This is this is the first time I've seen them in person. So our buddy Nick from Extra Cooler Design. Some really awesome new designs for our Chick Fil A show shop, and um, we have a Sunday, our Saturday night main event uh, logo. We have our Dare, you know, drug free and MOC logo. We also have an In Your House logo that is my personal favorite. And uh, we always try to let you guys know when Pro Wrestling Tees having sales. But even if they're not having sales, you should be over there supporting Pro Wrestling Tees because they are a small shop doing their best to hang in there during all of this pandemic madness so uh, make sure that you know you you are supporting those guys because they like i said with our friends over at chalkline they have a big presence but they are such a small mom and pop operation yeah while you're at pro wrestling tees definitely check out the uh the brian meyer store the matt cardona store our buddies over at the major wrestling figure podcast they got some shirts 
up there now as well. Uh, if you want to follow Sheena, you can on uh, Instagram. She's at Chick Foley. Uh, I run the Twitter account at Chick Foley Show, and Marco is at Inglorious Gent on Twitter. We love interacting with you guys. Any questions or concerns, or uh, you want to ask us a question, uh, it's ask at chickfoleyshow.com. We are, are there. And um, we, we talked about it at the very beginning of the show, but uh, our Patreon page is uh, blowing up in this quarantine time. It's rapidly becoming probably my favorite part of. Uh, what we do here it's a starts at a dollar per month uh the other night we had a trivia night on zoom which uh kyle niblet won and he gets a, a chick foley show t-shirt he gets a uh, a random wrestling uh, wwe elite figure from uh amazon but uh we got a bunch of cool stuff on there we're doing fig hunting videos unboxing videos um all kinds of people buying and selling and trading figures uh without having to go through ebay sheena so it's been pretty fun yeah, I love it. The trivia was so much freaking fun. Our good buddy Tom Sliney, he he hosted it for us, um, and we it was wrestling themed, so you know it was all all wrestling questions, and it was like I don't know, it was just such a blast because even though I didn't do very well, I actually pulled up the rear, and I think I, I didn't finish last, but I was like almost last. But it wasn't because I didn't get all the questions right. I got quite a few questions right, but I just am not fast as fast as everybody else. I've come to find out. I, I like to overthink. A lot of things but that's neither here nor there it was still fun even though i lost but tom is awesome you need to hit him up if you want to have like a um trivia night of your own he does host like private parties and stuff so instead of just sitting around looking at your family being like okay what are we going to talk about next like you guys could actually do something fun and do zoom trivia or get all your buddies together you know like your friends and host a trivia so he's at tom sliney on instagram so you can hit him up there he's got a little link tree that's got like all the information about trivia and he does do some free like um public trivias too so if you ever want to jump in on one of those he does those and they're on wednesdays and saturdays Yep, uh, so a dollar a month gets you into the Facebook group, gets you a shout-out here on the show, and also gets you uh, our show notes emailed to you every single week. $5 a month gets you our uh, weekly, or it's what well, was monthly episodes, or bonus episodes. Uh, now with the with everything coronavirus-related, we've been doing more and more. Myself and Mike Lanham recorded a, a Hasbro Fig Fed draft. Uh, last week I interviewed Al Snow, and hopefully this weekend I'm interviewing Conrad Thompson, the uh, the podfather of, of, of all wrestling podcasts. Uh, so uh, a bunch of cool content on there. Check us out. It's patreon.com slash Chick Foley, or you can just go to chickfoleyshow.com. We have some new Patreon subscribers we want to shout out. Uh, that is J.P. Doyle, Alan Kilberg, and James Melton. Thank you guys for subscribing. We appreciate you so much. We with the with everything going on, Sheena and Marco. We, you know, the only good thing with all of this is we have had a lot of good time of uh, bonus uh, bonus content. We've just been at home all day, all week, and, and we can just crank out some cool stuff. And uh, yeah, people have really responded to it. Yeah, well, I mean, you're cranking out cool stuff. I'm over here cranking out lunch and, you know, snacks and na- nap cranking time. Cranking out, and- uh, yeah, <laughs> apple, apple slices and shit. Yeah, I'm cranking out articles. And, yeah. But, you know, it's all good. I'll, I'll take a little break over the summer and you can take over. That's right. Once, that's once, right. Once uh, big, big Papa Pump comes home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, check it out, chickfoleyshow.com. And um, we have Marco. I guess we can talk about this here. We are going to come up with a way where you guys listening can watch us record the podcast. Uh, I'm not sure what tier we'll add that to on the Patreon, but uh, uh, 
uh, Marco is the uh, the kind of the tech guru behind that. But I guess Marco, they'll be able to watch us and interact with us in kind of in like a chat situation while we record the podcast, um, which you know would be awesome. I think I would love that and just gonna get instant feedback and reactions to stuff we say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we could either do like a video format so we can all be on uh, camera at the same time if you want to be camera ready. Um, that's Gross. up to you. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> that's a totally up to you. Or we could go audio, but yeah, um, it's kind of like a live production. Um, so yeah, so one of us will be the producer, or all three of us can be producers. We can field questions while the show is happening. We can um, take questions in live time. We can we could literally mess up in front of you guys and <laughs> joke yeah. around and stuff like that. So yeah, it's no, definitely no pausing. Happen, yeah. yeah, no pausing. Just yeah. like go like go straight full and. You know, no editing. We don't have any editing uh, capabilities here, that. so everything. We save the money on the editing, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah a bunch of bunch of cool stuff, and I want I do want to get some stuff printed up for for some other bonus giveaways and stuff for Patreon people. But a lot of those companies have been uh, you know, redirected to making stuff for uh, coronavirus materials. So uh, once all of that gets over with, hopefully soon we'll be able to crank out a bunch of cool stuff. So uh, definitely check it out. That's the uh, the last thing, last time we'll say it. Check it out. It starts at a dollar per month. Let's go inside the squared circle. We are sponsored in part, like Sheena said, by our friends at Chalkline. Use code CHICK, C-H-I-C-K, for 15% off of your order there. And uh, let's start with SmackDown, Sheena. We had a couple new qualifiers for the Money in the Bank matches. King Corbin gets in and mm -hmm. Lacey Evans, my girl. Yeah. Yeah, so it looks like, as of right now, our Money in the Bank card is like Daniel Bryan, Aleister Black, Ray, Mysterio, King Corbin, and then we got two TBDs, and then our women's is shaping up. We got Asuka, Shayna, Nia, Dana, Lacey, and then one more, I believe. But I think it's going to be pretty pretty good. Are you are you excited about this upcoming Money in the Bank event? Uh, I am. Yeah. I mean, it's just a bunch of newer people that aren't you know kind of getting the shine. Like I, I like what they've been doing uh, on Raw with some of these people. Like uh, Apollo Cruz had a, a ton of FaceTime uh, on the show on Monday, which was mm -hmm. nice. And you know, I haven't been watching SmackDown, but it seems like the same way there with you know Tamina getting a shot at the women's title. It's just you know they're limited and they're working with what they got. So, so that's a good thing. Um, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, you know, th that's the beauty of the, of the network is that my hopes aren't too high because I already have the network and I'm not, you know, I'm just already True, watching yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you can I, just enjoy it. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I don't think you were here the last couple of weeks when we talked about the, uh, AEW pay-per-view, which, you know, I guess they're still going to charge $50 for. They haven't really talked about it at all on AEW television, whether it's going to be free or a discounted price, Marco? Have they said anything? I mean, I hate to be jumping around all the way to AEW, but um, as we talk about these two pay-per-views coming up, you know, people are people are home, but people are, you know, some people don't, aren't working right now, so uh, the WWE pay-per-views make sense, but the AEW one, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant as as who's going to pull the trigger for that. Yeah, no, um, they, haven't, they haven't set a price point if it's going to be free or paid. Um, it is happening. It is live. They uh, they announced it on their show last night, so it is happening. We just don't know if it's going to be free ninety nine or fifty dollars. What, what day is that going down? It's like May twenty third uh, or something. May twenty third, yeah. yeah. Oh wow! So that's still it's still there's still a ways quite away. a bit of time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's still quite a bit of time. But still, you would think they would be announcing. I mean, when they ever they talk about a pay per view, they're going to tell you where to watch it and all that. You know how to pay for it and how to order it and shit. They haven't. Yeah. They just kind of true, say true. say the day and and that's it. They kind of they probably don't know. They probably are waiting to see 
like, oh, shit, we can't charge full price for this. People are not going to be paying for that. Um, yeah. Have they already pre-recorded that? Um, is that no. like already done? It's going to be live. No, it's gonna be oh, live. you said it's going to be live. Oh, yeah, it's okay. be, that's what they're saying. So next week, they're live. They're going live next week. Their shows, everything's live all for the rest of the month, I'm assuming. Uh, they wow. announced it last night on the show, so they said live next week is AEW. So see how that how that goes. Yeah. Well, if it works for them, it works for them. You know, they're both in Florida and they're essential businesses now. Um, yeah. We're we're in the, we're in the midst of. I mean, the, we used to watch Shark Week all the time. Now it's like Triple H Week right now because. Uh, oh my god! Uh, so much, so much Triple H. So much. Jesus. I mean, so Love many, it. so many backbreakers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so many knee drops. Uh, Triple H's twenty fifth anniversary. They've never celebrated any wrestlers anniversary like this before um we'll get to it in our quarantine and chill there's a, a huge special on the network for him but uh marco what happened with mcmahon uh vince mcmahon coming out on smackdown yeah the, oh, did you, oh you didn't see i did SmackDown. not see no. so uh yeah so so they're they're going through that so the whole like celebration was kind of like so like, tongue-in-cheek they're, yeah they're like i mean they're kind of making fun of the i think they're kind of like making fun of it there's no crowd there to like play off of so they kind of like went like this is kind of goofy that we're actually doing a an anniversary with no one around to celebrate just pretty much Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Um, so basically what everyone was thinking when they were watching it, Vince McMahon came out and was basically just like, this is awful. <laughs> we're shutting this down. But the other funny part about it too is a lot of people thought he was like a little uh, tipsy. Did you get that, Sheena, when you seen it? I think he's just senile. I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's tipsy. I think he was just, I think he's just literally senile and just doesn't know, you know, <laughs> where he's at or what he's doing. Or I think, I really, I think at this point he might actually not exist. And there's, it's a robot McMahon that they just bring out <laughs> on occasion. I think, you know, they, they may have like, you know, silently buried, um, mcmahon somewhere like you know oh, had a had a funeral now we have to bring out robot mcmahon but yeah this <laughs> this 5, the vincitron 5000 <laughs> yeah they they bring him out he was definitely malfunctioning that night because that whole segment okay i like the first part i like how they they came out and they like acknowledged that it was weird that there was yeah. nobody there and you know kind of ribbing on each other and whatnot but um then they started calling people on FaceTime and yeah, oh my God, they called Stephanie on FaceTime and she was having a back and forth oh, with, God, um, so I didn't watch this show. Oh my gosh. With Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels uh, is in the background doing this. Yeah. Doing this, <laughs> like Stephanie. this, this schoolgirl thing where he's like going, like got his little fingers doing the little crocodile mouth, you know, and yeah. just like being all like weird. Um, and then he gets a call from road dog call, right? Road dog yeah, called road in dog. and then, um, the freaking, flag. Oh, Rick Flair. Oh. And the, the, oh so, okay, so let me let me just set the stage for you, Phil. They're all on FaceTime. So the cameraman is behind Triple H, and Triple H is holding out his iPhone. And so Triple H is talking to the iPhone, which has either like Stephanie or Road Dog or Rick Flair or whoever on it, and just using the audio from the iPhone. And they're just like having like a quick like back and forth, and I don't even think they could have put this up on the screen or something. Like figured this out ahead of time. Exactly. <laughs> I think I don't even know that these people knew that they were going to be on SmackDown. I think maybe they just like called. I don't know. It was like the yeah, most awkward, his prices awkward thing. Um, and I was glad that it was like over. It was like such like that like the dad jokes were almost getting like too much for me. I couldn't take it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. 
Yeah, somebody tried to like spit water out, and the guy, you know, somebody grabbed the bottle from him. So that was cute. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very like you know, self self aware. But the the rest of it was was just terrible. And then like Vince was like came out and shut it down, like we just talked about. And then they acted like it was like their acting was like so bad. He's like, oh, so Vince is a kicking it, kicking us out of here, huh? Hmm. Hmm. Wow. And then the show just in, the show just ended like with the lights going down like the fiend was about to come out or something you know. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, so well, let's happy move, anniversary. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that wasn't the end of it. It's been a, it's been going. It was all over Raw. So Raw did the top ten True. Uh, moments in in his career like spliced throughout the night. Uh, we saw Apollo Cruz in a match, a really good match against um. Andrade for the U.S. title after the uh, the opening match was kind of a three on three between Zelina Vegas crew and the guys from the Money in the Bank match, which I, I think the highlight of, for me. I will keep watching Raw every week now if I know Zelina Vegas is gonna be wearing the things that she's wearing. <laughs> I don't even know Sheena. I, I need you to tell me how you even get into pants like that. They weren't even pants. They were just they're like not even, yeah, not, two pieces of that, fabric with like stitching in the front. Laces, yeah, it was That's, lacings. That is uncharted territory for me, Phil. I well, really, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, think you I don't even know how target. to. I, I've never, I've never worn pants like that. Even in like my like heyday when I was like, hey, like I did not wear, <laughs> pants, I did not wear pants like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I was wearing like my Abercrombie jeans with like all the holes all everywhere. You know what I mean? Like that's that's about as bougie as I got. Um, okay. I was never. Never into the J Lo. I've seen those prom photos. I don't know. You're you're yeah. you're rocking it a little bit. Listen, yeah. I, I I didn't know how I didn't know how to rock a two piece prom dress. Yeah, I will you were two piece on that. That's that's ballsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was yeah. ballsy. That was ballsy back in 2003, especially in a very conservative town where I grew up. At. It was it was almost like you know clutch of pearls. Like Sheena's coming through with her hot pink, uh, her hot pink two piece dress and her like spiky hair. Uh, so we saw Apollo Cruz in, in a great match, and then I don't I don't know if this was I guess you guys can tell me. Um, it felt like the injury to his knee was just kind of more kayfabe than anything because they played it up. That when I was just like on Monday when I was scrolling through Twitter, they were like, "Oh shit, Apollo Cruz got hurt again." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. But but it seemed like a story more of a storyline thing on the show because they played it up. He got you know he did a move, but then he was like. He did like a standing moonsault at one point with a with a bad knee. I'm like, come on, this guy's fucking he kept, knee can't be yes, that bad. He kept doing moonsaults. Like yeah. he kept he kept he kept selling the knee, but then he kept doing moonsaults. I was like, you would think if it hurt that bad, you would not yeah. do moonsaults. I mean, he, he was selling it pretty good, but then yeah, he was doing moves like that, which like, uh, come on. I mean, but yeah. I mean, at the end, like they were attending to him, and then. Charlie tried to get a little interview with later, and he was like choking up. So Crying, I guess yeah. they, it's just a creative way to get him out of the match, or maybe he's going to do a run in or something. But I think this is—I mean, I think this is a good sign for Apollo Cruz. I think he's hopefully with all of this extra time on TV, they're finally realizing. I mean, he's a great wrestler. You know, if he can get some some TV time, get some 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 chops on the mic. I mean, yeah, I, think I actually, he's a guy I actually they... kind of liked him a little. I liked him more because he. I've, I've never doubted his talent. Like he's an incredible athlete, but the he's just he's one of those guys that's like he's gonna forever be a mid carter because he doesn't have any personality. You know what I mean? But I saw some personality like sparks this week because I was like, yeah. oh okay, like when he was kind of like playing like you know like he wasn't scared of um, Andrade. And let me just tell you, I can't believe he didn't sell that hand after he bitch smacked. Andrade, oh, like oh that. That was <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> like I was look, I was looking down. I wasn't even really paying attention to that interview segment, and then I heard that smack, and I like looked up, like, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, yeah. I had to re, I had to rewind it because I was like, oh my god. 
So, I mean, I don't think that's Cruz's first bitch smack. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's I, I looked at that and I was like, he's done that plenty of times in his life. Yeah. He's definitely open hand slap the shit out of some dude. <laughs> for talking shit to him. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, just the, the hand placement. It, like you had the openness of the, of the clap. It looked yeah. too natural. Yeah. Way yeah. too natural. Hopefully, hopefully he's been smacking men. Hopefully he's not. Yeah. That's men. what I was thinking. I was like, you know, let's just hope that, that, that it was men he's smacking around. But yeah, that, that sound quality on that, on that hit was like, wow. Uh, we saw Jinder Mahal return, which I'm excited about. I have no hey, doubt. Are you? No, I are am. You? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I'm yeah. He's, I like Jinder. He's a uh, main event adjacent guy that can uh, step in and, and get some good matches out of yeah. out of. The like, best thing about Jinder was the Bollywood boys. <laughs> like, that was, no, that was... I think if you play it up and make him more of like a Alberto Del Rio kind of like rich Gross! Guy, I don't even like Alberto Del Rio. No, like I like when he was like, you know, kind of like the rich, like pompous, like, you know, guy riding in on cars and shit. I think they tried to do yeah. that a little bit with Jinder with the with the outfits and stuff, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure Ginger's, we're gonna... Oh, sorry, I was go saying, ahead. Ginger's, and that's okay. Jinder, he has a very, like, like dominating presence like i mean the whole his whole entrance i love like the the carpet that comes down you know that lights up and comes down like that and like he i mean he looks like a million bucks i mean he has like 37 abs and you know like <laughs> and he the way he holds the belt i mean he looks incredible but to me he's just very one that, that's as far as it goes he's very one-dimensional um but they definitely, there's definitely a push there because Akira Tozawa's looked really good the last like few weeks, and then all of a sudden Gender just comes in and, like squashes him in a minute yeah. 35. Like that to me, that's saying something. And I was listening to something the other day, and I hadn't didn't even pay attention to this when I was watching uh, Raw. But then they were like, yeah, they made sure to mention that he was like the former champion. Like they kept saying that, you know what I mean? It wasn't just like, yeah, Oh, Jinder yeah, Mahal is back. You know? Seeds. Yeah. They're planting the seeds. Like, you know, this is somebody that you need to be aware of. Like, Especially you know, because kind of... they have the built in angle with him and the, uh, and Drew McIntyre. I mean, that, that yeah. angle writes itself. I mean, he's a good, like challenger for the ballot on like some kind of like crappy, you know, pay-per-view before SummerSlam, you know, kind of like a roadblock yeah. to like a, a, a bigger match, you know? So we'll kind of like Seth Rollins is, um, oh my god! That's why I'm so pissed off at gender is because he's coming in and he's like giving me the swerve. Like I thought for a minute, I'm like, oh dude, they're actually gonna like build this McIntyre Seth thing into something like really incredible. Like I didn't think that he was gonna beat McIntyre at Money in the Bank, but I figured it would go on into like a big event, like at SummerSlam. You know, maybe Rollins would become the champion again. But no, they're just giving us the freaking swerve, and they're gonna freaking bring in Jinder Mahal and yeah. like you know swap him out with Rollins. Rollins is just like you know a red herring that we're all should be distracted by. Like, ugh. our buddy Kyle Niblett, who won the trivia we were talking about, has picked out his Chick Foley shirt, and he I don't know if you you've seen him before because he's ringsided every single NXT show uh and he's he says he's gonna wear our shirt at the uh at the next time whenever we get back to normal and he can go to nxt shows because he's down there with him and <laughs> him and shane chef shane are down there uh so that'll be pretty cool can we get him can we get him a chick foley show face mask of just your face 
No, well, no, I'm just saying that, that would actually be kind of, that would actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we need to, That's what we need to be branding next. We need to be branding some Chick Fil A show face masks. Oh, like breathable face masks for the yeah. for the people. Oh, yeah. I don't. I oh my god, I was thinking Halloween masks. I didn't even like register. You were thinking like Corona. You masks. didn't. You yeah. didn't know about this freaking global pandemic. No, I, I, I had blocked it out of my brain. Once I turn on the recorder, I I block all that shit out. But yeah, that's a good. That's a good. <laughs> we should find a company that'll do that for us, just like the face mask like you know yeah. i, I yeah. want one with like a bane like a bane mask, mask on it joe exotic mask oh, yeah sick. yeah yeah i got some maryland flag ones coming already i pre-ordered from some company nearby oh yeah not to brag people, people wearing the people wearing the face ma- or the face mask industry is booming right now people are like sewing their asses off trying to like sell these face masks oh yeah that's good i mean it's smart my sister is a uh fashion designer of course she's lazy as fuck so she hasn't done anything I'm like why isn't why isn't my why isn't patrice like just i mean you can it's probably like two dollars worth of fabric and you can sell it for 20 bucks oh, it like, yeah i was like it's not even two dollars worth of fabric like you oh, can i even. mean you could probably make like a few masks out of two dollars worth of fabric you know yeah, what so I mean? all yeah. these all these yeah. chicks walking around with these like white like hospital masks i'm sure they'd want something with like you know flowers on it or you know i don't know what let's be real like. i want i want an n95 I mean, like a cloth is good, but like if I if I had my choice, I would I would choose an N95 mask. Like that's what I've been rocking lately. Yeah, N95, you know, snowjoe.com. Um, I, I want that. Yeah, I want that real, real. And then then you can put something fancy over the top of it to make it look, yeah. you know, uh, all all bougie and stuff. You know, <laughs> shout out snowjoe.com. That's where I've been getting my mask from. Hashtag well, ma- hashtag to- mask talk. You won't be able to get them now. You you no. haven't let your secret yeah, out of the bag. Yeah, yeah everybody's the out. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we saw McIntyre and Rollins do their contract signing. That was, you know, the only part I did not see of Raw because I knew what was going to oh happen. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were about to crap on this segment. I was like, I know, this is like the best segment of the night. No, no, no. I, t- I turned it off because I just figured it would be just some somebody beating the hell out of somebody else. Oh, my God. So you, first of all, you missed one of Rollins's like most epic looks of all time. I mean, yeah. he came. He came out, and it was full body tingles. It was <laughs> literally like it's like me, ma- me when I saw uh, Zelina Vega kind of thing. Yeah, pretty he, much. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So he comes out. He's wearing, you know, I, I, I've loved the the jacket and the fur and the glove and the man bun, like and the no shirt. Like it's my favorite thing, right? Then he comes out, and he's wearing a suit. Like looking like all all dapper, still got his glove, still got his man bun, all cleanly pulled back, and I mean it was it was a thing of beauty if I've ever seen it. He looks very strikingly like um, Marty Skrull lately to me. Oh, his I style. Can kind of, like, I can kind of see, can kind yeah. of see that. Yeah, yeah, I can not, see not that totally. But why isn't he not rec- like? Why aren't they building more with him? Like having him recruit people kind of like CM Punk did with the straight edge society. Like I know he has, yeah. I know he's got Murphy, but like, this is a perfect guy. Like somebody mentioned it on Twitter or maybe in our Facebook group, like Sonya Deville would be like a badass. Like if you're going to get one chick with him, like to be like a badass like side mm-hmm. chick, like she would that be was, perfect. And she's not doing yeah. anything. That was me. In our that was group you. Okay. I said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, she would, she would be, chick. yeah, she would be a perfect like faction mate, like a per somebody to just like put in a faction like that. Um, I think just, I think mainly, I think that's what they were doing. And then, um, you know, the pandemic broke loose and it yeah, kind of just yeah. put a, put a halt on everything. And then, um, one of the freaking AOP got, which one was Acom or Razor? One of them got hurt. So, um, that kind of 
shut that down too. That never so. happens. Those guys are never hurt. Yeah, so they're always <laughs> healthy. Those those poor big guys, dude. You know, yeah. the bigger they are, the harder they fall. It's yep. just like one. It's just like one of those things. It's like a. It's a gift and a curse to be to be that size. Yeah, trust me, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I, he gave a really he gave a really good they gave a really good back and forth promo. I mean, uh, Rollins was just. He just has a different vibe about him right now that I'm loving. You know, even when he was like face Rollins, he was still like that Seth Rollinsy kind of like goofy, laughy like character. But now he just has like a different. He, he's completely different than even when he was a heel before. And I just love how he's evolved and really taken on this character that he didn't even like. He didn't even want to do this character. Like this was just kind of like put on him um and he took the ball and ran with it and he's made it incredible yeah because he has that like shitty action hero like action movie like bad guy where it's like he he thinks he's like he thinks he's the good guy he thinks he's doing like yeah you know, something yeah. good yeah. which makes you know which makes it all mm-hmm. the all the better but yeah i mean I, i'm digging it for sure and i think um it's what he does the best so um, so let's move on from, I mean, move on from raw. There was a couple other things that didn't really matter too much, but, uh, NXT and AEW walk me through that since you are our AEW correspondent, Marco. Do you want to go NXT or AEW first? Let's go, uh, AEW first. All right. Uh, so did you watch it, Sheena? Did you see either a show? I haven't, I watched a little bit of NXT. I didn't get to watch AEW. All right. Um, I didn't put this on here, but um, uh, what's his name? Brody Lee destroyed Marco's son, which was obviously going to happen. Of course. Um, don't know why they actually had that match, but whatever. Um, so, like I predicted, it's going to be Cody and Lance Archer on the uh, uh, going for the uh, TNT Championship uh, at um, Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. So um, that match was actually real. Both matches are actually really good. Cody was on first. Him and uh, Darby Allen put on a pretty good show. Um, at the end, the main event was the Lance Archer and uh, Dustin Rhodes. He obviously it's a Rhodes match, so someone has to bleed, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So Dustin was uh, bleeding all. He just basically they made Lance, Ar- Lance Archer look like he was like the most dominant dude ever. He just like literally just kicked the shit out of Dustin Rhodes the whole match, and uh, <laughs> and made him bleed. And they had a spot where. Um, Brandy was going to throw in the towel because Brandy walks out with Dustin when she doesn't walk out with Cody. Yeah. And uh, Cody r- runs over and like takes the towel away from her and goes, no, 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 don't do it. Don't <laughs> throw it in. He can do it. He can hang on. And then he destroys him a little bit more and gets the pin. So I'm not sure what they're doing there. If they're trying to put it in where like, he's probably not going to win the, the match, the TNT belt. Mm-hmm. Dustin's going to come in and do something. I don't know. They might be doing something like that. Who knows? But there's your match for the uh, TNT Championship. Um, Dr. Brick Baker was on there. Did you guys see that? At least the, I that she was making fun her. of fat people and people with glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't she like made fun that. of fat people, fat and people, people with glasses. And people with snaggle, snaggle tooth too. If you have a snaggle, oh my tooth, don't smile. Don't smile at all. Wow. <laughs> you would think, I mean, if I was a dentist, I would want people to actually have snaggle teeth. Yeah, that's so what puts they, her in business. You, I mean, that's yeah. like, yeah, that's your business, dog. So, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why I like if everybody, if everybody came out with perfect teeth, you would be poor. <laughs> but, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty funny. That, well, not, not the fat people part, but like the snaggle tooth. Because they were making <laughs> like fun of I like how you retracted on that. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was Tony Schiavone she was mainly making fun of. So, 
he was he was like there photoshopping his picture to make him skinnier. They zoomed in on his snaggle tooth and oh, oh glasses too. Man, yeah, she's got a big good. problem with fucking Tony Schiavone, right? And she hates his yeah. guts. Yeah, yeah. What did he, he ever do to her? He's Tony. She is a doctor. I don't know. It is nice to see <laughs> um, back to the the Cody and Lance Archer thing. It's good to see them, you know, pu- you know, pushing a young forty three year old like upstart in Lance <laughs> oh, Archer. Yeah. I like that a lot because you know he's got a lot of years ahead of him, a lot of good oh, yeah, years. Yeah. Oh come on. Yeah. He's, he's out that- of his prime. Well, according according to um, Cody, a wrestler's prime is between thirty five and forty. Oh okay. So. Yeah, that's what he said when he was, talk- when he was talking about Zack Ryder coming over to uh, AEW. He was like, you know, oh, did you guys hear that that interview that he did? About no, yeah, he, no. Yeah, he kind of yeah he brought up that that and he brought up the fact that I don't want this to be the sign all, all my friends, friends. Yeah, yeah, all, all friends, friends wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Um, if I was, was if about- I was Zack, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like all your other friends <laughs> no, are there. I can't. This come. is this. Well, that's what he said. He was like, you know, Brandy's here. My brother's here. Um, Zach's is like, he said is his, is his best friend in wrestling. Oh, wow. Um, really? But yeah, I know that's pretty high praise. Um, but he said that, you know, he, you have to be careful because he doesn't want, like, once you put on a nightmare family jacket, it, it puts a target on your back. So he's still working. Like, I think that, yeah, I, think yeah. I think it's a work, dude. I, I mean, I absolutely 100% think that they'll make room for Zach. I mean, whether... They're, I mean, they're a roster right now, especially right now in like pandemic times. Like they don't need to be like bloating up their roster. But I have no doubt that they'll make room for Zach if that's what Zach wants to do. You know, or sorry, um, Matt, freaking Cardona. Matt, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'd love to see that. That'd be cool. Yeah, they had uh, MJF made his injury update. Have you guys been following? MJF no, what's, his, what's uh, been going on with with him? So he hasn't been on TV because the first the first injury he uh, was subdued. Him was his uh, hangnail. He had a very vicious hangnail. Hangnail Adam oh, Page. Wow. That uh, <laughs> that uh, a hangnail that he could not uh, compete with doctor's orders. Um, so this week he miraculously, you know, they said it was the fastest uh, time that anyone ever came back from a hangnail. Wow. Doctor. So like it was like a medical miracle that he actually came back. But he re-injured himself because he was shaving earlier that morning and nicked his neck. And he had a big brace around his neck, so he cannot compete still because he has a he cut himself shaving. So wow. that's the uh, that's the uh, injury update. So MJF, like best best of wishes, speedy recovery on that one. <laughs> so what what's he put, is he really injured? Like what's he putting off for? You know what I mean? Like why why are they just like he not must using have him asthma everything? or something or like you know there yeah. has to be a reason he's not on, he's not on TV. You know? Yeah, him, I haven't read anything, but him and like Dean Ambrose have not been on TV. Like they've been doing like promos. Like the last time they did, I think the last time Dean Ambrose was at that empty arena match, where it was just like him, mm-hmm. and that was literally it. Like they even pre-recorded that uh, the uh, commentary. So there was just like him, uh, Jake Hager, and the referee, and like the camera. Oh wow! There's no one else there, so I'm not sure what's going on with that. But even before that, they weren't on TV really. Uh, they were just doing like promos um, from different. I don't know. Places. You know, Dean, he's like had like staph infection and all that. Maybe it like compromised his immune system or something. That's, you know? that's a possibility. Like, yeah. Um, who knows? Yeah, it's true. Um, um, maybe or maybe AEW is just not like uh, WWE and like forcing their their wrestlers to <laughs> to work against their will. Did you guys hear that? Like John John wrote in and said that um, you know they're forcing him to for forcing their employees to work. 
I'm like, okay. Who's John? <laughs> Just, uh, like a uh, John Doe? Well, no, it was. Well, yeah, they said he didn't want to be referred to as John because he needs his job and he knows he'll lose his job if they knew that he came out. You know. Yeah, that's right. So. Uh, but other than that, I mean, they did they did a uh, take on the uh, "Don't Rush" challenge with the with the bubbly bunch, as they're calling them, the the inner circle. Have you seen these? Inner Circle uh, episodes they've been doing. I haven't uh, seen the Inner Circle episodes, but I yeah. can imagine that they're great because yeah, it's really it was really good. So the Manitoba Melee is basically a like a giant Royal Rumble, but through like using the uh, Don't Rush Challenge. So like it's basically like people on their phones and they like punch it, and then the other person gets hit by the other. It's kind of hard to explain to you to see it, but they had some like cr- pretty cool like people show up. Um, uh, Chris Jericho's father showed up in the middle of the melee former hockey player wow. um, and uh jay and silent bob showed up in it as well because yeah <laughs> it was like the inner circle guys are just like random dudes are showing up it was, it was actually really good uh take the time to watch it it's, it's jericho he does no wrong at all so and that's pretty much your roundup for AEW. It wasn't a bad show I, I enjoyed it they've been everything's these empty arena shows have been a lot better than like actual crowd shows because it seems like they can put more emphasis on the Oh, you maybe you focus just more on the production and on what's going on as opposed to like what people are saying in the crowd and what people are chanting at and the signs that are going around and stuff like that. So I guess I so. I still am not used to it. I'm still just kind of like, oh, <laughs> like it's 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 a hard watch for me sometimes. Well, well, you know yeah. what AEW does? They have like people around the ring and they like they have like anyone that's there. They are the crowd, so they're reacting to all mm-hmm. the stuff. So it's a little bit better watching AEW in that sense. With WWE, they have like no one. Well, I mean, then you could ar- then you could make the argument about like who's who's being safer. You know what I mean? So it's that's like, true. That's very true. It's true. So there's there's pros and cons to both. Um, NXT. Who watched NXT? I watched I watched some of NXT. I saw Candice's new new oh, do. God. It's funny. I, I told you guys. I don't know what it is about WWE that makes them think like just because a woman changes her hair color does not mean she yeah. is a heel. <laughs> when she gets a like, job at a hot topic, she becomes a heel automatically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's like insane. It's like oh yeah, now that you have brightly colored hair, you're obviously a heel. You know. It's just like the Alexa Bliss thing. Like that's all she does when she becomes heel is just like as a meaner face when she comes down to the ring and that's it. Nah, yeah. Heel. Yeah. Um, yeah. She she always teeters back and forth. Uh, yeah. Anyway, she's always kind of right right on the edge. Yeah, but uh, I I did like that when she came out. Um, but then Johnny Gargano started like yapping off on the microphone, and I like turned the clip off. I forget what <laughs> it was. But uh, I mean, what do you got against Gargano? No, no, he's just like he's kind of like doing like the same Zayn like yelling on the mic type of thing. Here comes the greatest wrestler, female wrestler, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, what are you supposed yeah. to do? But they're, you know, they're, I don't know. I like him as, I like, I like him in that under underdog good guy role. I don't really like him as a, as a bad, I want, I want to see him and Ciampa just switch back, you know, just go back to how life yeah. was. Heel Ciampa's my favorite. Uh, Charlotte made her NXT debut, I guess. Technically, yeah. As a yeah. And, yeah. And, and ratings were down. So <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? Yeah, well, who knows? Um, Swerve and Drake Maverick move on in the uh, cruiserweight tournament. I got to think Drake Maverick is sticking around, right? Because they got rid of him, no. but he's still wrestling. No, there you. I mean, he's he's gonna lose. I mean, I definitely think he's gonna lose. But yeah. I mean, it's like there. I cannot believe they're using. I mean, I can believe. I don't know why I said I can't believe because. Duh, I can totally believe that they're using something sensitive to make a storyline. <laughs> um, but 
there, I just feel like it's in such bad taste because it wasn't just him that got fired. It would be one thing if it was just him that got fired and they were like using his story line, you know, on this in this tournament. But like so many people lost their jobs and, and they're like, oh, he's going to be fighting to keep his job. Like, I think it's a bad look. Yeah, because we know how it's going to end, I guess. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, so yeah, NXT. Have we had the uh, the ratings already from NXT and AEW come out from yesterday? Or are you just assuming that NXT lost the ratings? Oh, from... I didn't. I didn't assume NXT lost the ratings. Wait, you said because because Charlotte debuted and they I, still lost. Well, I read that NXT. Yeah, I read that NXT ratings were down from the previous week. It uh, doesn't okay. mean they doesn't mean they lost to AEW. Gotcha. AEW yeah. AEW ratings could have been down. Yeah, too. we've we've talked about this on the show. Like with everybody home, like how how are ratings down for both of these shows? Even Raw, like I guess people really don't like the empty arena shows. Like that that has to be it because. Everyone's home. Everyone can just watch TV at night. No one's doing anything. Yeah, I think people are probably finding more quality things to watch. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, you know, in, in this time, I'm going to find something actually a little bit more, um, you know, quality to spend my time doing. Or something. My neighbor, mm-hmm. my neighbor across the street keeps baking. She's like baking every day, and she brings over half the shit over to us. It's amazing. This is. Great. Oh my god! Awesome. If there's if there's one thing that's going to come out of this <laughs> pandemic is like everybody I know is going to know how to make sourdough bread. I'm like, yeah, is it, was, yeah. was there some sort of was there some sort of like agenda that we were supposed to like go on? Like, what day were we supposed to learn how to make sourdough bread? Because. No. Every freaking friend I have is like, "Ooh, bacon, bacon, some fresh bread. Look at my starter. Oh, my starter's rising. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> was, this, was this like something we were supposed to be doing? I know a loaf of bread is like $2. Just, you know, why are you going to spend four hours? Br- like, that's why I've never understood. Like my neighbor, next, uh, my other neighbor yeah, next yeah. door has like half of his backyard now. He's built like these 10 like big hold like uh spots for like vegetable like a vegetable garden like but like yeah. real legit like basically like a little farm back there and like he gives half of it to us for free because he gets like he, like they all like yeah, bloom at the same much. time yeah. yeah and he's like so i'm like what but like also like a cucumber is like 75 cents well, why am i gonna like he spends every weekend out there fucking building this shit like listen listen this is I, i'm i'm just here to tell you i'm, I'm no fortune teller i'm no psychic but I promise you this will not be the last pandemic that we ever, you know, cucumbers may be the next toilet paper. And this guy's going to be freaking, he's going to be loaded. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some people use so, cucumbers like toilet paper, but we're not, that's, oh that's a story for a different podcast. You let, we are you, not on Chick-fil-A. You can't let me, dark. you can't set me up for stuff like that. Okay. Oh my God. All right. Let's get, let's get, get to outside the squared circle. This is brought to our good friends at Collar and Elbow um collar and elbow brand.com i just interviewed uh the proprietor uh former wwf superstar al snow uh a great interview even if you're not a huge al snow fan i mean the dude was around wrestled in ecw tna wwf has his own clothing line now runs a wrestling school and a promotion uh, so, I mean, he's done a little bit of everything in the wrestling business, and he's a super entertaining guy. So, very fun interview on our, our Patreon uh, page. So, check it out. But use code CHICK for 10% off. They literally have the uh, softest shirts. He tried to use a, uh, I don't know if you've, I know Marco listened to the interview because he listens to everything, but he, uh, Al, Al tried to drop a, uh, a, a collar and elbow promo code on the podcast. I was like, whoa, Ooh, bro, yeah. we got our own already, okay? <laughs> I want him to use CHICK. 
for those that soft, soft, so soft awesome. T-shirts. He was yeah. like, "What?" He was like, "Oh, okay, all right." Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we're a friend of the collar and elbow, man. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good dude. Um, so we we talked about last week WWD. I don't know if we even talked about this last week. Might have come out right after the the episode. Uh, WWE 2K21 is not going to happen. After uh, so much backlash, I don't know if it's because of the backlash from 2K20 or if they're just using the kind of the coronavirus right now. I don't know if video game companies are even able to make games right now. So, um, yeah, Sheena, did you ever get a chance to play this game before Seth went away? What 2K20? Yeah. No, I mean I watched I watched him play it, but if if it gives you any indication as to what he thought about it, he is. He put it away, and he's continuing his universe on 2K19. So, yeah. 2K19 he, he was pretty good. He, he gave it a good shot, you know? So. I tried, yeah. Hmm. Um, sorry, I'm distracted from... Um, I have in the background, my iPad is just this six-hour uh, Triple H tribute on the network. and um, As you should. I'm just seeing the evolution watching. of uh, Stephanie McMahon <laughs> at, at ringside. Oh, oh just, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I forget which WrestleMania this is against Jericho. And she's just gun, guns out, guns a-blazing. Um, so, but they did they did announce WWE 2K. Uh, they're, like, they're coming out with like an arcade game. Uh, yeah. It's called Annihilation, I think, maybe. I might have just completely uh, made the that new, up. No, it's called Battlegrounds. Okay. Yeah, yeah, again, battle, like the they should have called it Annihilation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Battleground. And it's kind of like an NBA Jam type of game, like more cartoony. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's going to be on platforms or if it's going to be like a mobile game or what, but um, I don't like those kind of games. I'm not much of a gamer anyway. I, I'm more of like, but if I'm going to play a game, it's going to be like a, a Madden or a WWE 2K or something more realistic. Uh, but I'm sure there's a bunch of younger kids that will probably love those that type of game um yeah yeah i mean those those type of games are fun just because like i mean because they're just kind of like crazy you know what i mean the playability you can literally do anything i mean did you see the um the trailer with like john cena getting thrown over like a ship and getting eaten by a crocodile like yeah yeah, it's a little excessive what i mean um (laughs) but yeah those those games are fun i mean do you guys ever remember playing like nfl blitz when you were like oh, kids, yeah. NBA Street was a badass game. Yeah, NBA Street, like yeah, the, I mean that's that's exactly the kind of game that I mean I don't know. Obviously, there's a lot of controversy around this one because the graphics are kind of like whack and the the w- female superstars kind of look like Bratz dolls with I don't know they just it's just, they just look really bad you know. Yeah. Um, well, who knows? It could be an awesome game. We all love playing it, and it like blows up. But right now, uh, the WWE universe is like pretty down on it. The memes are pretty funny though. <laughs> when it's like, you know, um, <laughs> it's like WWE universe. We want we want a more arcade type game, and it's like 2K gives uh, a pre- presents trailer of it or uh, WWE Battlegrounds, and then everybody's like, no, not like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They- yeah. I mean, they did have like a, a THQ made a uh, um, arcade game. They did. Uh, it was called WWE All Stars. Yeah, that was a and cool game. Had, um, yeah, that game was. It was kind of like in that same vein because um, I always uh, go back to the uh, Macho Man commercial um, that he he did it. Well, one of the last commercials he did for that. It's an actual commercial he did for the game. Um, mm-hmm. He has a like a he's sporting that like white gray beard. But he still like still has the same energy as yeah. as eighties Macho Man, and, and I'm not gonna watch it because it's gonna make me tear sad. up a little bit. I know that does. <laughs> but make yeah, me no, sad. that game was really awesome. Yeah, 
what could have been, you know. Um, so there are rumors that Vince McMahon is looking to sell the WWE, possibly to Disney slash ESPN slash, you know, whatever Fox, conglomerate yeah. that you know, they have. Um, uh, it's probably a bad time to sell. I'm sure sure he's not going to get top dollar for, for anything. But um, as a WWE stockholder, I would love to see them sell to Disney and see what Disney can do with, you know, marketing them as, you know, their brand for, you know, sports entertainment. You know, they have a bunch of properties, you know, great social media. They have, you know, movies that they make, whereas, you know, I don't remember the last time they made a WWE movie, actually. But um, what do you think, Sheena, about Vince McMahon possibly selling the WWE before he, you know, before he hands it off to his daughter and Triple H, like just selling? I mean, I don't know. Part of me, like, feels like I don't believe those rumors. I mean, I know that, like, Marco and I were talking about, like, he was saying, yeah, there's rumors going around that Vince just doesn't care anymore, you know, after the XFL went under and, like, all this stuff and that, you know, there's no more live shows. But, I mean, you just don't stop caring one day, right? Like, after this long, you know, like, if there's anybody out there that cares about wrestling, whether he's senile or not, or he, whether he's the Vince, Vince Atron 5000, like... <laughs> He cares about wrestling, and I just can't imagine him just, like, selling off, you know, selling off control while he's still alive. Well, yeah, but, I mean, the the idea behind it, like, the actual, like, the article, um, or articles that talk about, it's not, like, not the whole company, mainly, like, parts of it, so, like, the WWE Network might be sold to, like, to Disney, or, um, like, the properties, like, the pay-per-view properties might be sold. You kind of yeah. see it already with um, with Fox Sports, airing yeah. like all the best ofs and stuff like that like you kind of see it taking place sort of with them airing all these different wwe things so yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if they would just he would just sell like properties under the wwe umbrella not the actual company itself so right. it would just be owned by different things like usa could probably buy raw and fox can probably buy smackdown and they'll own those brands but yeah. it'll still be under the wwe umbrella I just worry. I just worry about something like that, about somebody getting their hands on it that doesn't care about wrestling. Cause like the moment it doesn't do well or doesn't make them money or doesn't make them profitable, they're going to like just ditch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, whereas like, you know, Vince, I feel like he would hang on to his sunk costs for dear life, you know? True. Yeah, that is true. I'm, 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 I'm torn too because I, I really wanted them to keep it in house but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I think you're right. I think you know maybe they would censor it more. Maybe we don't get blood. Maybe we just you know it's end up being more of a cartoony type of feel if Disney owns it. We'll see. But uh, we had some more uh, roster cuts. We saw Kane Velasquez, who uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm surprised he was actually under a contract. He got released. Yeah, Gerald. he could probably give back the money that WWE gave him, and like they could probably keep the whole rest of the roster. What on, a disaster! You know? Yeah, him, between him and Goldberg, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gerald Briscoe, who had to been around for what thirty years now. I think it was like 30, 35 30, years. Thirty-five, Jeez, yeah, yeah. And uh, Curtis Axel will just earlier today got the axe. No pun in, well, pun intended. Dude, I guess. Tom Sliney is the damn Black Widow for that. On our trivia night, he was talking yeah. about Curtis Axel getting cut, like you yeah. know, making a joke, <laughs> making a joke of it, and then all of a sudden it like happened. And then I'm like, if Bo Dallas gets cut, dude, like you know, yeah, that, that's a bad, bad look. Yeah. The universe is sensitive right now. You can't put mm -mm. stuff out in the open. Yes. The so energy. Like anything you say, yeah, the energy's yes. off right now. You say something, it could happen. Yeah. So everyone speak positive nowadays. Don't it's true. say anything negative. Hope nobody <laughs> hope nobody else gets fired at all. Yeah, um, damn right. 
But uh, yeah, that, that's all the news we had outside of the squared circle. Let's go into our go figure segment. Here, the money. Here we go. Money talk. All right, everybody's favorite segment is here. Go figure, brought to you in part by our good friends at Ringside Collectibles. You can get there by going to wrestlingfigures.com. Um, you're stuck at home, you've got nowhere else to buy figures. That's the place to go. They got the new AEW figures, they have pre orders and all a bunch of new stuff. Um, always got new stuff dropping there on Ringside. So check them out. Good sponsor of ours. Awesome friends of the podcast, so check them out and support them. They're back up and running now. I bought from them during their Easter sale, and it was quick, you know, less than seven-day turnaround uh, to get that order into my hot, sweaty hands. So uh, check them out. Uh, I will go first on my go figure here. Uh, I don't know why. I just feel like I never get to go first, so I'm going to go first. Um, I picked up uh, one of our listeners, Josh Ellis, sent me the uh, Kurt Angle uh, robe last week, and then someone sent me a uh, a couple Gorilla Monsoon arms, uh, extra the black arms, and I actually bought the Fink uh, off of it was random. I wanted to get the Fink uh, figure once he passed away. I felt like I needed to have it for my collection, but he only has that build a figure that came with a bunch of the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So uh, I there was a listing on eBay for like twenty six bucks for the for the head and the torso and the legs. But no arms, so I was like, "Oh fuck, let me just buy this." <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then I just, I was like, "Oh, I'm sure the arms are just like universal arms." So I got someone to send me their Gorilla Monsoon black suit arms. So um, I got the Fink all put together, you know. Awesome. A little bit of everything there. Yep. Nice. And uh, during last week's podcast, I purchased the uh, Steve Austin flashback figure from our buddy Dennis on our Facebook group. Uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but I can pull it up here and try to maybe butcher, butcher it. it yeah dennis votor i think his name is he bought that whole case of the flashback series to get the uh the, the canadian versions to get the <coughs> king harley race figure in and so he's, he was selling off a bunch of the other ones that came in the case so i bought that steve austin and uh that came in nice and minty so thank you dennis for that uh i, I signed up for pro wrestling crate my first ever pro wrestling crate i signed up because um, the names are, in, are pretty badass this month, and we're going to get a Matt Cardona micro brawler uh, in that set. So, And then the next month is uh, Brian Myers. So, uh, Fun fact. Fun fact. I got the first ever pro wrestling whoa. crate when it first launched wow. uh, with Mick Foley. Yeah, I was like, I was an early adopter on that shit. Um, I was like part of their like jumping off point and, uh, I have like the first like four little cards that they sent with it, you know, to tell you what comes in the box, like little contents cards. Um, and they had like my picture on them. So yeah, pretty, pretty cool. I posted the picture on the Facebook page, but I should post it on Instagram too. But yeah, it was back like December, 2015. Yeah. This, this sold out pretty quick. The, uh, the names featured in this box. I don't know what's going to be what besides the, the Matt Cardona figure, uh, Moxley, CM Punk, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, Cody, Zack Ryder, Adam Hangman Page, Mick Foley, and Marty Skrull. So this is a top. Crazy. The theme is top seller. So yeah, that's a bit a bunch of big names. So there there'll be a an autograph photo and some shirts and all kinds of stuff. So I'm excited. I'm gonna keep it for a couple months to get those micro brawlers um, from the Major Brothers, 
and uh, probably cancel after that. But uh, you know, I'm excited <laughs> to get it. I'll, I'll probably open it up on the uh, the Facebook page so people can see it. Um, I was whoo man. You guys were. Uh, I was live messaging you during the uh, the eBay fiasco of 2020, where uh, someone oh, someone had a uh, a ticket from uh, Survivor Series 2000, I think it was, mm-hmm. which is um, Kurt Angle's first ever match going against Sean Stasiak, and um, I, I put. I was like, oh, let me let me just like I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna put one bid in right before it ends, and I'm gonna steal it from this guy. Ha ha ha. So uh, it was at nine ninety nine for like a week straight. I put a bid in. I was like, "Oh, you're not the top bidder. You're not the top bidder." So I I finally get the top bid at like seventeen dollars, and there's like maybe five six seconds left on this. I was like, "Okay, I'm the top bidder. Good. I I'm fine. I'll just keep refreshing to see." And somebody puts a top bid in in like right before me and snipes me, and I'm so pissed at myself that I didn't yeah. I didn't just put like forty bucks in and just like guarantee myself to get it. Uh, yeah. So like, uh, I was like, so I think, and then it was just like, it's a, just a fucking piece of paper. Like, really, what's the big we, deal? We've but, all been there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, how many people kept the ticket stub from some random fucking pay per view from 1999 or whatever it was? So freaking um, Front Row Joe or whatever his name is from. Um, <laughs> no, well, I, I talked about him week before last, and now I can't remember. Charlie WrestleMania Charlie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. But I, I was drunk the other night, and uh, that night, I think that was last night, I, I think, um, my days are running together. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to buy something on eBay. So I bought the, um, it's like a Macho Man Randy Savage, I think it was like a Toys R Us exclusive. It was like a uh, a fan pack where it had like a DVD and a pair of Macho Man sunglasses oh, and, yeah. and a Macho Man figure. Uh, so I bought that. It's called the Ultimate Fan Pack. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's still in the box. So I'm adding it to my, my Macho Man collection. I've decided I'm doing a, a, a Macho Man collection. I don't know if I told you that Sheena. No, but, um, that's, that's news to me. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've slowly accumulated a bunch of random stuff. Uh, so that is, um, that is on its way. So that's good. And then also our buddy Lucha dad in our Facebook group was selling a bunch of old figures and he had, Hey man, I got these three. Uh, Kurt Angle figures. You want them? They're old Jacks figures. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take them. Uh, he is at Lucha Dad on Twitter. If you want to follow him, great follow. And then he had a couple of the uh, San Francisco toy makers Macho Man figures. And I was like, oh, I'll take those too. So uh, those those were supposed to be here today, according to USPS tracking. But uh, I guess they're they're held up somewhere. So I'll get those tomorrow. I was hoping to open them on the show here. But uh, that is my weekly purchases, Sheena. Yeah, I didn't think I got anything. I got, obviously, I got in my pro wrestling tees um, order from you know a week or so ago. But I also got the heel husband. I haven't gotten it in yet. Um, it's the wrestling retrospective. Wait, I'm totally butchering the name of this. Hold on, the uh, wrestling figure retrospective book. Okay, so it's like from '90 to '94. It's basically like a look back at like Hasbro's and like the history of the Hasbro's. It's got like all the original artwork and all this stuff, like pictures, like prototypes. And um, our our good buddy Mike Lanham got the book in hand. And I remember Heel has been talking about this book when it like first came out. But it like literally the Kickstarter was like two years ago or something like that. And it was just kind of off my radar. And then when Mike posted, it, I was like, oh shit, I remember Seth wanted that book. Um, and so I went ahead and ordered it for him. So super, super pumped to get that in hand. I know he's going to love it. 
Yep, it's uh, at WWF Hasbro book if you want to get it. Uh, a couple of the folks on our Facebook group have sung the praises of it and said it's pretty cool. So it's like 200 pages or something like or two. I can't remember if he said 200 or 400 pages, but yeah, it ended up being a lot bigger than what he thought it was going to be. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> that's cool. That's a good pooping book in the bathroom, you know, yeah. to read in there. So yeah, that, that is a nice little pickup. Marco, anything that you picked up? Uh, yeah. So I received my, uh, I think I spoke about this last week. I ordered my, uh, Shawn Michaels boyhood dream elite figure. It was the, uh, WrestleMania 12. Um, nice. I think it was, oh, it was, nice. like, it was a series of last uh, week too. Oh, awesome. See, look at that. It's a good figure. Like the boyhood dream. Yeah. So I got that one there. Um, also, I received my package from. I spoke about this last week as well. My, uh, my um, war, my war zone '97 poetry slash illustrative book um, based oh, on right. the year. Oh yeah, the poetry. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the poetry book based on uh, uh, Monday Night Raw circa the year '97. Uh, so it's illustration slash poetry based on on that year, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it's a uh, guy on Instagram. His name's Jedi Jack Yeti. Uh, he does a lot of illustration. He has really, really cool um, holographic like stickers that he does. Uh, he actually sent me. I only ordered the book, and he sent me the stickers too. He has this really cool like Andre the Giant one. Uh, he has a lot of wrestling ones and a lot of pop cult pop culture ones. So um, definitely go on his IG page and check out his artwork. It's really, it's really, really nice. Um, I haven't started reading the book yet. It's a little like kind of like pamphlet. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the I like illustrated books, so I'm probably gonna buy that Hasbro book because. I'm really into oh, like yeah. history and all that stuff, and I love reading about that type of stuff. Even I, even though I don't collect them, which I actually think I am, and I'll probably jump oh. into the game. I was at today, so yeah. I might have to join the uh, the Hasbro army. Speaking which of is that, scary. yeah, the, uh, oh. the, the heel the heel husband. I mean, it was like he was asking me if we wanted to have like another baby or something. He was like, "Hey, um, he's like, I got a question for you," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like you know, we're talking back and forth on chat. <laughs> And uh, he's like, what do you think about a Hasbro collection? (laughs) I was like, like, okay, I guess I can get down with that. I was like, we got to sell off all like the rest of these elites when you get back, though. He could never really get in a good rhythm of selling them. And I ain't trying to mess with that stuff because he was in and out so much last year. But yeah, when when he gets back, dude, we have some serious fire to unload as far as elites are concerned. But yeah, he wants to get in the in the Hasbro game. I'm like, oh, dude, you stepping up. You stepping up to the big dogs now. It's like the big leagues. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy because like I, I I didn't notice I followed a lot of Hasbro oriented accounts on IG. Oh. So like I, I I was scrolling through and I'm like it's one of those things where the like, Big Brother's watching. So like if you speak of stuff and you scroll yeah. through IG, that's the only post you see. And yeah. I see a just a bunch of different posts and pictures. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I'm like, is this a sign? Do I have to start the collection already? I mean, and then I thought about like what was what's the first figure I should go? Should I start with the first series? Or should I just go with like? Is it I like think a, you're just gonna have to find stuff as you get it when it comes available. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. one of those things like you can't you can't pass up a good deal because you're trying to go in chronological order. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Because these things are. I mean, there's only a limited number of these things out there at this point, and they're not. Yeah. You know, there's no more of them once they're gone or once they're destroyed or once they're lost. Like that's it. Speaking okay. of Hasbro, though, real quick, let me interject. Um, we found a guy on Instagram, Mike. Speaking of Mike. He's a Hasbro collector. He brought him to my attention. Uh, it's a.joneswwfcustoms on Instagram. Um, he like has probably legitimately the best Hasbro display that I've ever seen. It is like 
in freaking saying he's got the Hasbro ring. It's like he's got it set up as as if it's like an arena setup, and he's got these clear acrylic like bleachers that he's got like every all the um, Hasbro set up on. He's got some that are like uh, MOC. I can't tell if they're like autographed or whatever. But he's got some of those like up lining the top. And then he's got posters like wrestling posters along the bottom with like lights on it. And I posted a picture on my Instagram. So if you yeah, haven't. It's yet, awesome. And it's, it's, it's almost like it's built in like a little alcove or like a little breakfast yes. nook type of thing in like yes. his basement. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say send this guy an invite to the Patreon Facebook group. I think I want him in there. Because uh, I'm sure he's got some cool photos of his collection and stuff, but yeah, uh, he's yeah. awesome. Uh, but Marco, yeah, they- I have a, a bunch of names uh, as we get into our our names here t- for people to check out on Instagram uh, for people to add to their collections. There's some people here that you need to check out. But first, we need to add, talk about our our biggest pickup of the week, our newest sponsor, Flofers. Uh, and I I got three pairs of Flofers in the mail. If you don't know what they are, they're basically like uh, Crocs, but for adults, they're uh, foam loafers. And uh, I was very skeptical of them before um, we got them in the mail. Uh, but they are they are super comfy. They feel like a little a bunch of little uh, Asian lady hands that are rubbing your feet uh, while you walk. <laughs> um, they're super nice and they're super stylish looking too. They're cool like uh, no socks wearing uh, outfit with shorts like during the summertime. Their website is F L O A F E R S, and you can check them out for uh, 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 all your shoe needs. But they sent each of us a pair, and uh, I want to give them some love. And uh, they gave us a little promo code for all our listeners. I'm going to pull that up now. I think it's F- Floaf10. Yeah. <laughs> F L O F. Yeah, Floaf. Everyone uses that word. F L O A F. <laughs> for 10% off but definitely check them out the shoes are super comfy and uh, I hate wearing uh, after like June 1st I I refuse to wear socks ever I want sandals Mm -hmm. or I want something I can just slip on and these are perfect because you can wear them with like you know you can wear them with khakis you wear them with jeans you can wear them with shorts Uh, they're like super versatile so check them out Uh, we're excited to have them as a new sponsor here on the show so Flofers thank you for the for the free swag um but let's get into it here. So we can't go out shopping. We can't go to Walmart. We can't go to Target. Uh, I mean, you can, but I mean, the stores are dangerous places to be. Anywhere outside of your home is is just not smart right now. And the stores aren't getting much stuff in. I mean, there's just not stock. When I go and pick up stuff, you know, essentials, there's just not much stuff on the pegs. So I want to have a quick segment here where we can tell people, Sheena, uh, the best places to go online while they're home. Uh, to fill in those holes in their collection, maybe start a new collection, do whatever you want, uh, pick up some old stuff, all that kind of stuff, because people might mm-hmm. not know. So, number one, check our Facebook page because we have we have a great amount of people in there selling stuff all the time. I was just thinking to myself, we should do another one of those yard sale days where everyone you know posts stuff to a thread yeah. of, of of stuff they just want to get rid of, and that was a that was a great way for me to pick up a bunch of stuff uh, pretty cheap without having to. Sp- pay all the ebay prices so uh there's a couple other groups on facebook i recommend one is fandemonium our buddy andy brown set up it's f-a-n-d-e-m-o-n-i-u-m fandemonium another one is wfc wrestling figures and collectibles if you type in wfc that should pop up both of those are great groups they're both you know easy access to get into and uh 
just a bunch of wrestling figure collectors like us just trying to sell stuff. So you never know what you can find on a group like that. And uh, that's really the best way for me Sheena, to, to buy something is just from someone who just has an extra or maybe they're trying to unload their collection. There's always people, you know, right now oh, yeah. you know, trying to sell stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what what was cool is like somebody even said that about our group. I know you kind of mentioned it on the show last week. But for anybody who didn't hear it on the show last week, like he was like, you know what? Like buying from the people in here, I I feel like super comfortable. Like I feel like everybody's like legit in here, and it just really made me feel good that that's how people feel about our Facebook group. You know what I mean? Um, that they feel comfortable buying and selling and trading and doing all the things from you know just just some randos on the internet. You know. Yeah, I mean, we only have 150 people, but I mean, we we all are, you know, verified. We all have interacted with each other before. It's when you put something out on like Twitter or whether it's, you know, you know, 5,000 followers, you never know you're going to get a response back from. Yeah. So it's nice to have uh, somebody who's actually legit. Um, there's a bunch of IG accounts you should follow, Instagram accounts. Marco, you probably follow most of these, but if you're trying to add to your older, your vintage wrestling figure collection, Number one, Zorro Mendez, Z O R R O Mendez, king, king of LJNs. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a whisperer. He's the yeah. LJN whisperer. LJN whisperer. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in talks with him to get one at at the moment because I've uh, been dragging my feet on it, but he's the guy to talk ah. to. Uh, J S Warrior Twelve. Uh, he he could sell you a good amount of Hasbro's. When he's posting pictures, he has you know boxes upon boxes of old Hasbro's. I've bought from him before. Yep. Totally legit guy. What was that? I don't know. A, I just didn't, heard somebody didn't come from my end. I heard somebody say, "Yo, um, <laughs> somebody's has, breaking in the feed." Yeah, <laughs> we have a hacker. We have a hacker. Our buddy Hastel Toy. We've talked about here on the show. I've bought, I would say, seven or eight Hasbro's from him. H uh, a s t t e l Toy Hastel. He uh, he is in our Facebook group. He's going to do a live sale for us pretty soon for all of our listeners. Figure Finder is another good one. JB Toys One, good buddy of ours. Marco bought a uh, a nice winged eagle belt from him recently, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, good so guy. He also sells toys. J and J Co Figures. He's also a member of our Facebook group. I just oh I, I forgot about that. I, I actually bought a uh, Macho Man Basic from him uh, with like the red and yellow lightning on it. That that newer Basic that came out. I just bought that from him the other night. He bought he posted a picture of like. 30 figures he was selling uh and i bought one two sweet antiques another good uh account on instagram buy sell trade toys and this someone just emailed me about this ks elite stages ks elite stages uh for backgrounds for your displays and stuff like that so those are some good accounts that uh you know it's just normal people selling that i've we, we can all vouch for uh, how about some websites, Sheena? Give me some websites that people should check out if they want to add to their collection, whether it be new stuff or, or old stuff. Some websites? I don't buy from... What do you... I don't buy from websites like www.oldtoys.com. Yeah, no, I know nobody <laughs> uses websites anymore. It's stupid to set up a web... But, but how about like... We, well, we talk about I mean, Ringside all the time. We, we can yeah, talk about Amazon. People don't think about I mean, Amazon or Walmart. Oh, so you're just talking, you're talking about like the obvious, yeah, like Target, Amazon, Walmart, freaking, um, what's the one Megacrapolis? Um, Megacrapolis. And then, 
<laughs> ringside and oh, let me just let me, <laughs> what well i mean the biggest one being ebay of course but also uh mercari is a great app to download m-e-r-c-a-r-i if you want to uh it's basically like a buying selling app from people so uh that's another... My advice is just always have recourse for your purchases. Make course, sure you have yeah. PayPal protection. You know what I mean? Don't unless you know somebody like our our Facebook community feels pretty comfortable. Like, you know, a lot of times we'll just use friends and family or whatever. But like yeah. because I would literally publicly drag somebody if they like screwed somebody over in our in our Facebook group. But that's for Dang. another day. But I'm just I'm just saying, like, don't don't mess with the Foley fam, you know? Um but if you're buying from like Mercari or like even individual people on Instagram, make sure there's like, you know, recourse if for whatever reason they are a, you know, Bobo. Mercari is nice because if you sell something on there, you don't get the money until the person receives it and they like go onto the app and check and say, like, okay, I got this, it's in good shape, blah, blah you know, blah, 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 check. And then you get the money because so it's basically like it's really it really benefits the person buying stuff. So yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. See, yeah. I've I've never purchased. I mean, I've thought about it, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to open my door to another shopping app. Yeah, that's Jesus. good. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like you know, just another avenue of like people selling stuff. So also, I, I found some good stuff on Facebook uh, Marketplace, which is random. You know, you can search it by your local area. You can just pick it up from people. A lot of times it's people just like, you know, their kids are getting older. They're just selling a bunch of toys that they don't want anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, so you never know. You could just have like a hidden gem there. So those are some good ways uh, to explore. Obviously, we always love ringside collectibles for newer stuff, but uh, those are some good ways to get some older stuff. Um, I talked about, I mean, I have the Kurt Angle collection basically finished as far as I, as I want to have started like a Macho Man collection. Um, we should say on the Facebook page, I, I just announced this today. I want to do something where each week, um, one of our people in our Facebook group kind of walks us through their collection, does like a live video type of thing. We pick a new person every week, kind of get to know them and their collection. We can kind of ask them questions. Um, so that'll be, that'll be another fun aspect to, uh, this quarantine time for us to uh, kind of get to know each other, get to know each other's collections. Our good buddy Ryan on our Facebook group uh, suggested that. I was like, yeah, dude, that, that's an awesome idea, man. Um, good stuff. So, yeah, Ryan Belsley, who actually works in a in a bacon works in a bacon factory. A bacon smoke factory? Yeah, like a smokehouse for bacon. Oh, sweet. Just makes bacon all day. Oh, man, I bet he smells delicious. I was just going to say that it's the same thing. He probably smells, <laughs> his armpits probably smell delicious. I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure when you work there, you're probably like, Jesus Christ, I smell you like bacon. I hate bacon. You probably just want to yeah, go home but, and eat a salad. Yeah. If it's them, when you, you know, you walk by, you walk by people and they're like, oh, what is that haunting aroma? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like all my, like where all my uh, liquor stores are, the McCormick Spice Factory is up like right there. And like uh, you just drive around. It's like, oh my God, it just smells like. <laughs> I got an open can of paprika up here. It's so herby up here. All right, that's it for that segment. Let's get into our quarantine and chill, brought to you in part by a yet unnamed sponsor who will sponsor this segment and give us free Netflix, possibly. Looking at you, Netflix. Um, <laughs> so what what has everybody been watching? What have you guys been, been, been binge watching? Uh, I want to know. What are you watching, Marco? I mean, I'm so I'm I'm uh, I'm binge watching that uh, six hour Triple H uh, oh <laughs> extravaganza that's get the, going get the, on. Get the paper it's like towels watching ready. Yeah, it's it's like watching WrestleMania, but with all Triple H matches. That's what that's what I, I equated to. 
Um, <laughs> no, real. No, I've been I've been watching actually a lot of network. Um, obviously, because we do the uh, we do a show. I'm not sure if we mentioned it on here. We it's uh, it's called Monday Night Retro. We're uh, actually going back to all the Raws from 1996. So I've been watching a lot of uh, older uh, Monday Night Raws and stuff like that. So that's what I've been binge watching. Really, nothing. Not not any TV shows really. I'm, I'm in a relationship. I have, I'm, I'm a married man. So any <laughs> TV shows I have to watch with the wife, I can't watch alone. So um, other than that. Uh, ridiculousness we i watch a lot too because that's always on mtv if you just want to like watch some like mind-numbing people getting hurt constantly because it's on 24 hours a day ridiculousness is a good uh a good show to watch um i think that dude pretty much owns mtv by now uh what's his name rob rob Deerdeck, that dude mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure he owns the company yeah. he uh, yeah because they what run that was show, his show called big and rob rob and big, rob and big. Oh, yeah, yeah rob and big and then he did uh the fantasy factory um, yeah. Oh, and now yeah, ridiculous, yeah, yeah. which has been off for like 50 years, it seems. So, but yeah, no. nothing too crazy. Like I said, married well, guy can't watch anything good. Well, <laughs> I'm also married, but you know, <laughs> I get to watch whatever the hell I want to. No, I'm just kidding. I actually have to watch like you know the same shit over and over and over again. Um, it's pretty refreshing. He we watched uh, we watched the what what's the show Onward the the new movie by uh, Pixar. We watched cry? that. Okay, yeah. Uh, yep, I got a little choked up at the end. You know, yeah. uh, I told yeah. Seth, I was like, I was like, prepare prepare your daddy heart because I don't think it's ready for Onward, um, because it was just it was a little it was a little emotion. He you know goes on this like journey. You know, find it's like trying to think. He thinks he wants something really badly and then in the end he kind of realizes he had it all along and you know it's just it's it's very heartfelt so if you if your kids need a new movie to watch onward is is definitely one it's a shame that it didn't get to get seen in theaters i wonder how much it would have made like you know um not getting put just like on on disney plus but that's neither here nor there i'm tired of talking about cartoons because that's all i get to watch anymore <laughs> um i so i've been i listen to a lot of stuff because while you know Brett is watching whatever the heck he's watching. I will listen to podcasts and I listen to um, new gym podcasts. I'm going back and listening to all those. I've listened to them all before, but if you, if you guys don't know about this podcast, I feel like it was like one of those like little like niche kind of like, it, it kind of like hit the scene before like podcasts like blew all the way up. You know what I mean? And it, it started before the network even started. I think they started in like 2013 and, um, it's funny because in those early episodes, they're talking about going back and watching like matches on YouTube and like, you know, DVDs and all of this stuff. And it's so funny to hear that now because we have the network, which literally has everything, you know? Um, but I'm going back and listening to the new gym podcast and kind of watching some stuff from like 93, 94. I'm watching King of Ring, King of the ring, you know, survivor series, WrestleMania 10, that sort of thing. So that's what I've been binging on. Um, a podcast recommendation I have other than new gen is if you don't listen to crime junkie and you like true crime podcasts, that's another one of my favorite podcasts out there. I'm trying to find new gen on, on iTunes. This is just new gen. It's called the new, the new gen project new or the new project. generation project. Yeah. New generation project. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's like they've, they've finished it. It's already done. I was, I was so sad. Like when they did that last episode, it was really, they did like at the very end, they did like a best moments of new gen project. And it, it literally makes you laugh out loud. Like once you've heard all the episodes and you go back and like, listen to the best of it is freaking hilarious. But yeah, you would love that podcast bill because it is so good. They're British guys. And they kind of grew up like, you know, 
you know, attitude era and that sort of thing. And they, they kind of missed like the, the golden era or sorry, they missed the new generation era. So they're going back and like watching a lot of this stuff for the first time. And it's freaking hilarious. I'll definitely check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Marco talked about another reason to uh, subscribe to Patreon. We have our new uh, side project Monday night retro or my, me, myself, and Mike Lanham, and Marco, and hopefully Sheena can jump on. We're going to watch every episode of Raw from uh, 1996. Uh, we're not doing it tonight because I haven't watched this week's, but uh, we will record it this weekend. And uh, it's been pretty fun so far through one episode. So uh, we didn't get canceled yet. We're still doing good. So yeah. from the people who brought you Chick Foley show, bring you Monday Night Metro. <laughs> um, I do want to say... Coming on May 8th to Netflix, the second season of Dead to Me uh, comes on, which is uh, Linda Cardellini and Christina Applegate, which was a, a really good show. Kind of like uh, like a good, like, I'll watch with my wife type of show, but it's also pretty good. So, you know, good, good uh, little kind of... Uh, Right. Whatever you want to Yeah, call it's like it. you don't you, you wouldn't like recommend it to like your guy friends, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah, like, but it's sit like, down, you know, good sit enough down, to, yeah. you know. Good compromise type of show. Mm-hmm. Um the the this the mini series from Waco about Waco. Uh, I have David not Koresh. seen that, but I've heard I've heard yeah. good things about that. So That's yeah. It's on Netflix. We just watched that over like a couple nights and was was really good, really good. Um what else did I want to say? Oh, my son is now into watching uh Power Rangers, which might be my least favorite thing on earth. I, I never got into I Power hated it Rangers. as a kid. Yeah, I, hated it as I did a kid. too. I just don't like the lip dubbing. I don't like the you know, it's just so cool. I don't like it's just any so of it. shitty. Yeah. Um so like I'm like I'm of course I'm trying to like make him not watch it, but now it just makes him want to watch it even more. So uh that's that's all he wants to watch when we put the T V on. So that's been great. Um, yeah that was one thing i never i had some neighbors and like their their kids they were a little bit younger than me and they were twins and they were like obsessed with power rangers like hardcore and i just remember like sometimes i'll go over to their house and i'd be like jesus christ like we should keep watching power rangers (laughs) like i cannot take this uh there's a good movie coming to netflix on may 22nd because it wasn't being wasn't able to be released into the movie theater it's called the lovebirds it's got uh, Camille from um, Camille Najane from uh, what do you call it, Silicon Valley, and mm. um, it's a it's a good like romantic comedy <gasps> oh, type of movie. Oh yes, yes, yes. The trailer yes. was oh really gosh. good for it. The trailer was yeah. freaking hilarious. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a good movie. So yeah, hopefully a lot of the movies that were gonna come out are now gonna be on some of these streaming services. Um, our friends at Jimmy's Seafood, I guess, are. You know the most innovative restaurant you know I've ever seen. They're they're now doing uh a, they're building a drive-in movie theater in their parking lot. Uh, they're showing Frozen two. It's like thirty bucks a car, and they'll have like their full restaurant open for people that want to order food. But like uh, I guess they're buying a projection screen or something. So um, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it's a cool idea. For, you know, it's, it's good social distancing. It's also like. You know, restaurants now have to think of different ways to use, like, you know, to make money. And then, you know, if you can fit, oh, yeah. fit 50 cars in there, that's, uh, you know, 1500 bucks that you're making plus food you're selling. So um, that's, you know, if yeah. you have any local drive-in movie theaters, maybe that's uh, maybe that's going to come back now. There is one is, near uh, me here. Is Maryland on the, like, early, early release <laughs> form of uh, the government to let them open up? Or what, what's, the, what's the deal? Are you guys about to... Crack the seal or what? 
my wife has been taking calls from people that think, you know, that need to get tested, blah, blah, blah. And today was the busiest day she's had in the four weeks that she's been doing it. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's going up. I think most of the people are like either uh, people that work in hospitals or uh, people that uh, live in like old folks homes that are getting, I think half the people in Maryland are like, I think all the nursing homes in Maryland have been hit by it, which sucks, you know? Yeah. Those are like the easiest targets for people to die from this thing. There is actually a really good uh, documentary on Netflix about the coronavirus. Um, They did like, uh, I think it's by Vox Media. They do like a, like a weekly show called Explained and they do like a different topic every week. And this, you know, this week they did one on the coronavirus and it's a really, it's a, uh, it's really good. So check it out. Yeah. I think my mother-in-law was telling me, I think that might've been the one she was talking about. She said, it's like not political. It's just very like, like informational, like, yeah, you know, yeah. science facts based. It's not like trying Where to like, it probably came no, from and all that. Yeah. Kind of there's stuff. no sort of like agenda there or anything like that. So yeah, if you want to know more about like actually like just like the coronavirus, then that's a good, a good watch, I guess. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that's a good quarantine and chill there. So let's move on to our random merch of the week. This is from our good buddy, Ted. Yeah, Ted from Wrestling for Sale. He's got, let me pull it up real quick. Um, He's got this hat that I'm kind of obsessed with. And I have a big noggin, so I don't know if vintage hats fit, um, you know, small like vintage clothing, but he's got this. It's it's listed as very rare vintage 1995 WWF Bret the Hitman Hart embroidered snapback. So it's an adjustable um, hat, and it's got an embroidered Hitman, almost like he looks like one of those little. Um, oh my gosh, what's the little rubber figures uh, with like the big heads, not the pops. Uh, Oh my God! Like the mystery minis, uh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yep. It kind of it kind of looks like a little Bret H- the Hitman Hart mystery mini on this white hat. Um, he's selling it for 145 or best offer. It is pretty freaking nice. And on the back, it also has embroidery along like the backside. It says Bret Hitman Hart in pink embroidery. So um, check out Wrestling for Sale on Instagram, and that's for like the number, not F O R. But yeah. Pretty pretty freaking dope hat. Let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week, sponsored in part by our friends at Pro Wrestling Tees. We asked uh, our friends in our Facebook group for some recommendations on a Triple H match, and we got a bunch of responses, Sheena. Yeah, so we got a bunch of responses, and you know what? I was just going to pick one, and like, you know, whoever, whoever had the best one, like, shout it out, and, you know, we would talk about that match, but in true triple H fashion, I feel like we should just go ahead and like, like string this thing out and make it as long as possible. This triple H segment. So I'm going to go ahead and read everybody's suggestions. So maybe if you want to pick one of these matches to watch this week, um, I'm sure it's included in that six hour triple H documentary on the network. So you can probably skip around and find it to that. But the first one comes in from Tom Sliney. He says, after what he mentions the six hour triple H special, he says, after watching some of that uh, six hour triple H special, I'd say the rock and him from SummerSlam is pretty good. I had forgotten about that. So Marco, if you have anything you want to weigh in as our, as our triple H um, advocate over here, I know you're like extremely pro triple H. Uh, let, <laughs> let me know. Do you give, do you give Tom suggestions a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Uh, thumbs up. Uh, that, that, that was actually the recommendation last week. That's when I, uh, that's one that, um, uh, uh, someone else picked, I believe, as well. So, yeah, no, it's definitely a good pick, the uh, ladder match. We got Nicholas Jones, Triple H versus Jericho on an episode of Raw from April 17th, 2000. 
Um, I don't remember that. Do you remember that, Marco? I do not at okay. all. Well, cool. Raw, so, I know yeah. at WrestleMania, definitely, but Raw, so, yeah. I don't remember that. April April 2000 from Raw, Nicholas Jones has a very vivid memory of this, Thumbs uh, up anyway. this, this match with Jericho. Yep. Patrick <laughs> Harris versus Austin at Survivor Series 2000. The whole match is good, but the ending is awesome. An early cinematic ending done well. Marco, thumbs up, thumbs down. It's thumbs, thumbs up. Every okay. match is going to be thumbs up. No. <laughs> okay, so <that's> just, <laughs> you don't even have to ask. Shouldn't even ask. Okay, so three got, thumbs up if yeah, I can. If I could. So we Actually, got I can. No, Brian joking. Brian Baker, Triple H versus HBK at Bad Blood 04. We got David Brooks with Triple yeah. H versus Chris Benoit. The Iron Man match on Raw from Ooh. July uh, 2004. He says it was great to have Triple H tangle in the ring for an hour. Was uh was there, which was an added bonus. So David was in the audience. Benoit brought out the best in Triple H. Uh, We got Christian Garcia. He says, I know it's it's a more recent match, but versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. Besides the two Undertaker matches, I don't think Triple H... Had a great wrestling had a great wrestling match in years. Triple H can adapt uh, with the times and could wrestle with newer superstars, which I believe he can have great matches with future NXT stars. That reversal Brian did with the pedigree and Triple H turning the pinfall back to the pedigree. I would do that spot with my figures years ago and freak out when it actually happened. <laughs> so. Yeah, WrestleMania 30 from Christian. Josh Ellis says, uh, my favorite Triple H match is from Royal Rumble 2000. Triple H versus Cactus Jack. Yeah, the the buildup was great. Yeah, the buildup was great. Both guys were on fire here. The entire wrestling world loved Mick Foley. And at this point, Triple H was the top heel in wrestling. Also, The Rock saving Mick while Mick was handcuffed and about to be hit by a car. uh, Not a car, a chair. About to be hit by a chair one year. After the Rock had mankind in the same situation was a great moment. Man, that maker's really getting <laughs> getting toasty over here. <laughs> it's impairing my reading abilities. Um, Joshua Smartmark says it's an early one, but SummerSlam '98, Triple H versus The Rock in a ladder match at the uh, for the IC title. It's just really cool to see those two feud right before they became megastars. Plus, the Nation versus DX promos were priceless. Um, Winner of trivia, Kyle Niblett says uh, versus Taka on Raw. Do you remember that? Taka Michinoku. That's a that's I don't know. It's got to be a deep cut because I didn't I don't remember that. Yeah. So um, yeah, Kyle Kyle Niblett coming with the with the deep trivia. He, he knows his shit. Yeah. We got Joey, uh, no comparison, Joey Harrison, Triple H versus Cactus Jack from Raw from 1997, September 1997. We have Triple H versus Cactus Jack at the Royal Rumble in 2000. Lawrence Soto says Elimination Chamber 2005. The crossing storylines between Triple H and Orton plus Triple H and Batista. The bumps he took, how Puerto Rico went crazy for him the moment he walked out. It was his 10th title win. Awesome match start to finish. And then we have Lucas Weiser says versus Batista at WrestleMania 21. This was my first mania I watched and the whole card was stacked. Having the final piece of evolution and seeing Batista get the rub and making a run with the title was awesome. A lot of good stuff. Watch all those matches here. Yeah, you should watch all of those or you could just, you know, that's. 
watch the six hour network special plus all those matches. And then we'll talk to you in like three weeks. Yeah. And then watch, uh, thy kingdom come the, uh, the documentary on triple H is like <laughs> another three hours. <laughs> so you get nine this, hours of triple H documentary really like freaking. It's a, yeah. It's like two hours and 30 something minutes oh. around there. Two hours and 40 minutes. I'm, I mean, if you want to say it's bias because he works for the company, I don't know. I think he's just a great wrestler. <laughs> and yeah, a great I don't have, I don't have Maybe that's why they spent so much time on him. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any qualms with Triple H. Um, I do have one last recommendation. I wanted to see if I could find it. I was asking the heel husband what his recommendation was. And he says, SummerSlam 97, still cage match versus Mankind. Um, he said, I think that was the first time he really looked like a future main eventer. So, Good call. Yeah. yeah. Those are all of our retro wrestling recommendations of the week. Thank you so much to everybody who submitted those. Um, we so, so appreciate you guys participating and humoring us and, you know, being active members of our awesome community. Yes. Next week we will be back with a uh, full preview of Money in the Bank. Sheena will try to get my prediction title off of my oh. waist. I'm about to freaking Strip it from me, dog. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna no. be your, I'm gonna be your uh, Arn Anderson. You're gonna be Cody Rhodes, and I'm gonna try to coach you <laughs> to get that title back because <laughs> this is this is bad. We need I, to get that title away from Phil. I need yeah, to, I need Tully exactly. in my corner. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Phil is totally yeah, the smiling. Yeah, the Sean Spears. <laughs> yeah, uh, head over to iTunes to give us a nice five star review for our podcast if you can. Helps us out a lot. We appreciate it. Um, we will be back. Like I said, uh, we got the interview with Al Snow up on our Patreon. Me and Mike doing our Fig Fed Hasbro draft. And uh, me, Marco, and Mike doing a uh, Monday Night Retro recap of the first episode of Raw from 1996. So a bunch of new content for you guys. I got a couple articles posted to the website as well, chickfolyshow.com. So check it out. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, For Marco and Sheena and myself, stay classy, Marks. We will talk to you next week.